Jeff Cross here. Uh, you can contact me at jeffcross22 at gmail.com. Today's guest I've known for many, many years. So many years I really can't even remember. But back when I was, uh, you know, late teenagers, early 20s when we met um, and is a friend of my wife's. And uh, she has spent a, a big part of her life, um, you know, battling weight loss and battling, you know, trying to be fit and, and so much to where even she's even had the, uh, she had surgery in order to try and lose weight. So I'm, I've invited this guest and now she's found a way since 2017, she's found a way to, to have, to have success in diet and exercise that works for her. And we're hoping to get just a little insight of her story and her successes and, um, and I hope everyone, I know you guys are going to enjoy her story, enjoy her, her input, because we know that it's very difficult for all of us to do it. And so much even more than men, women have a little bit more difficult in time in doing this. And um, I am so excited to have our guest on. And I would like to introduce everyone to Kristen Beach. Are you there, Kristen? I am. Thanks, Jeff, for having me. Oh, man, this is exciting. So how have you been? Good. I'm good. I um, uh, have known you for a long time. And actually, I think I uh, fixed up you and your wife for your first date. And so it was history from there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure my wife is probably really upset with you right now because you've done that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, Kristen was very much integral in, in uh, making uh, me and Gina just kind of meet up and and uh, she was, uh, she's, she's, we've actually stayed out of touch and I'm a little disappointed of that, you know, maybe we, after this podcast, we can stay in touch a little bit more and um, just keep in touch with how our lives are going. Absolutely. I would really, really like that. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so, okay. So, um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about diet and exercise and, and um, so if you don't mind, just, if you could just share, first of all, just if, if you're okay with uh, people, maybe. I mean, if they some people out here listening might have a few questions directly for you, is there an email or a way of communication that um, they can reach out to you um, for that? Sure, absolutely. Um, my email is Kristen C H R I S T I N Beach B E A C H at hotmail dot com. Perfect. And then you can they can reach out to you if they have any questions, or obviously you can reach out to me at jeffcross22 at gmail.com, and I can put you in the, the right direction if you need to ask a Kristen a question directly. So, all right, so let's start from the beginning. You know, I, I mentioned already that, you know, you it was a it was a conscious struggle for you in your weight loss journey. Let, you know, let's, you know, take us back from the beginning and how it all sure. started. Um, right after I had my daughter in 1999, I just continually started putting weight on, as most mothers do. Um, battled with it, decided to do bariatric surgery, which I had, and I lost a lot of weight. However, I put it back on because with the bariatric surgery, eventually your stomach starts to stretch back and you can consume more food. So that wasn't effective. It was effective for a short while. So then after that, after a while, I mean, we're talking up and down probably until 2014. A friend of my husband's at the time said to me, we were just kind of all sitting around the pool and, you know, I was asking friends to get up and get me things. And I was probably at my heaviest. 
and he said, you know, Kristen, why don't you just make a habit of getting up and get what you need? That would just help you, you know, I think in a nice way he was trying to say, maybe help lose some weight, you know, get you a little Mm -hmm. more active. And I had kind of an aha moment there. Um, I wasn't upset, but I was like somebody, he wasn't a super good friend. He was kind of acquaintance. And I went, you know what? People are looking at me that way. I really need to try and do something. So more in my sister and my mother were also concerned about my weight. So they bought me a gym membership. I said, okay, now I have to use it, Jeff, because they bought me a year membership. So (laughs) I was stuck (laughs) now. So Mm -hmm. I started, you know, working out and trying to watch what I I ate, but I didn't know how to diet. You know, I think a lot of people are like, where do I start? So I started exercising and kind of doing what I thought was a diet. I might've dropped 20 pounds because that's probably the most exercise I have done for years. So that was about 2014. My husband took a job in North Carolina. So we ended up moving out to North Carolina, which was kind of a super healthy area. Everybody, you know, biked, walked. So of course, I'm trying to stay, you know, healthy. I'm working out, working harder and not smarter is what a lot of people do. Um, Finally, kind of fast forward into 2017, my daughter brought to my attention who always stayed pretty thin. Mom, have you ever tried keto? And I'm like, what's keto? She said, and she introduced me to that, that, you know, getting, trying to go into ketosis, if I'm not saying that right. Um, Ketosis, yeah, ketosis, right. Um, (laughs) I never truly got to that point, Jeff, but kind of what I, my rule of thumb was low carb, no carb, no sugar. And, you know, everybody's like, well, I can't eat bread. You can't, you can't, you know, you have to have bread all the time. You don't. You mm. also have to include a little bit of willpower. And, and Jeff, I know you said, said you have, you're doing keto. The first couple days after you don't eat bread, it's tough, but you just eat a mm-hmm. lot of something else to try and keep yourself full. So literally a hundred pounds later, I'm down a hundred pounds since 2014. That's amazing. Yes. Great job. And Go ahead. Thank you. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> but, you know, as you know, you have to do other things throughout this journey. You know, I started out doing cardio. I mean, I was killing myself doing cardio every day. I started switching it up. I started doing my research. Now at this point, I want other things to happen to my body, get a little bit more lean, get a little bit more muscle. So I've just added different workouts such as Hot yoga has been key for me to get me lean and to get me toned. So I know it's tough for everybody right now. We're kind of all isolated. So you have to be a little bit creative. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am walking and running and I'm doing uh, yoga, online yoga. Um, It's super tough for me, Jeff. I don't know if you're having that issue right now. I'm a gym person. So, um, it keeps me accountable because I know I have that membership. So I'm struggling right now, but I'm trying to keep going and trying to be creative. Um, so, you know, I don't know if you want me to get into maybe, maybe some of my favorite food tips when you are, when you're well, hungry. Let me, I want to ask you a couple questions here. So let, for me, you know, cause obviously in, uh, just to share a little bit of my story, you know, 2018, I was probably, actually, I was probably even heavier before that, but 2018, 
I was a pretty heavy man. And it's, it's interesting how you don't realize how heavy you are until you go back and maybe look at those pictures and you go, Ooh, I was kind of heavy. You know what I mean? Um, but for me, keto, low carb carnivore, you know, whatever you want to call this, I think, and correct me, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here on how you think of this. For me, the biggest thing, the biggest aha moment was when I did some research to find out how dangerous and how bad sugar and carbohydrates can be for you. Um, I, I did so much, you know, somebody would mention keto to me and I'm like, okay, I'll try it. But then I, I did some some research on my own. I didn't want to just accept someone's word for it. Let's find out what, you know, you know, what some doctors online are saying about this. And it's, I mean, you can Google on, you you know, Google or YouTube, keto, low carb carnivore, and you could find just about any doctor out there that'll either, you know, tell you the pros and the cons for it. But for me, the biggest thing that was, uh, that hit home for me was, Sugar and carbohydrates are addictive. They're addictive so much into, you know, they should be treated like a drug. And if you have a, any kind of addictive tendencies, whether it be, you know, um, uh, alcohol or gambling or whatever you're addicted to, if you have that tendency, sugar can just pile onto that and even trigger you to go back. So let's maybe you're containing your, um, your addictive tendency to gambling. Well, the more sugar you eat, the more addictive you can be towards that. So when you take away that addictive sugar, it helps with other addictive tendencies, which made me want to be healthier. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't even care about the weight loss. I just want to be healthy. And when my grandkids are alive, I can actually walk and run with them, you know, not necessarily being an elite athlete. So, you know, to explain a little bit, you know, what's your education there on, on keto and, and your thoughts? Well, there. absolutely. I agree. You have to do your research. And, you know, if you don't educate yourself, you're just following somebody else's diet the entire time, not knowing why you're doing mm -hmm. that. So I went on YouTube, I did my research and actually, Jeff, there are groups on Facebook that you can join for keto. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a community that you can ask questions to, and you can actually ask questions to the YouTubers, um, you feel a little bit more like uh, you see the same things people are saying, you know, the bread, the sugar, not good for you, addictive. Absolutely. I read the same thing. Um, and it's tough. It's tough. But you have to have a little bit of willpower in anything you do, even a diet. But after a while, Jeff, if you just, and you know this, try and eat something different. Try and you'll eventually not want those things because after a while, mm -hmm. like you said, the addiction starts to go away and you, you know, you don't want the sugar. You don't want the bread. Of course we all cheat. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But guess what? You have to the next day move on. And I've always said, if you're going to be bad, be good, 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 good. You know, you can't be bad every day because mm -hmm. you're just not winning, you know? So yeah, absolutely. Do your research. I mean, there's so, so much out there. And if there was social media 20 years ago, we would, we would be smarter people, you know, if we had YouTube, mm. um, I always say that. So yeah, definitely do your research, join your communities. Um, there's tons out there. So absolutely. I agree with that. 
and I would also even take it a step further and say these communities, you know, whether it be on Facebook or Instagram or whatever these communities are, they want to help you. They are looking to help others have success because they've all been through the struggles that, you know, some of the, some of the listeners out there that are struggling with, I don't care if it's 10 pounds or a hundred, you know, it's still a struggle. It's a struggle to say, I'm going to get up every morning and go for a walk. I'm going to go do some push-ups. I'm going to do something just to get my body moving again because it's so easy to sit on the couch and, you know, whatever, watch Netflix. You know, I, I read an article or heard on YouTube or whatever it was that sitting is the new smoking. Everyone wants to sit. If you just look at just, you know, be really in tune to your surroundings. Everyone can't wait to sit down. Why? Because they have zero energy or they don't have enough or, oh, I've been standing for 20 minutes. Well, big deal. 20 minutes. We as human beings should not be exhausted for standing 20 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think that's where the sugar and the carbs come in. You know, you're consuming Mm -hmm. those big pops or sodas from the gas station. I see these kids walking around with them. They're wanting to sit down. Mm -hmm. They're tired. Even my daughter, who is 115 pounds, still, she'll have a pop or a soda. And I said to her, when I was your age, I was out running around. I mean, there was no sitting around. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. it makes me a little nervous with this generation. So, you know, absolutely the sitting down is the new smoking. And But I'll tell you what I feel like is a good tip that I use. Have a structured day. Have a plan. Say every day, I'm going to do this every day. That helps me stay consistent is having a structured day. That way you're being accountable. You have this plan for the day. Have your meal prepped. Have your food prepped. You're not going to cheat. So it's kind of like get up, make your bed every day, go work out, you know. So that works for me. Yeah, I think that's great, great advice. You know, it's, it's, you and, the, what the last part is what works for you because I, you know I'm not a big I've never tried hot yoga but I've tried yoga I could do it I could take it leave it whatever it was for me what's exhilarating to me is getting out and going for a, a, a 30 45 minute walk you know just being out in nature and even if it's cold I think I enjoy that part of it so I can put my hoodie on and I can be out there when it's to me it's exhilarating when I walk in on the sidewalk and let's just say it's about 35 degrees and I see someone drive by and they look at me like, that guy's nuts. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Why, why, why is going for a walk in 35 degree weather? I have a coat, I have gloves on or whatever this, that doesn't make someone nuts. That makes them, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, participating in their health. That's, you know, they want better things for themselves. And I just love that. It, that, that drives me more than going to the gym or whatever it is. And, and uh, I, I will say this to the people that are listening, whatever it is, if it's going to the gym, if it's hot yoga, if it's going for a walk, if it's grabbing two friends and, and you know, and forcing yourself to do something online virtually together every day, as Kristen says, make a make a plan. Get up. I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do every day. If it's at two, six o'clock in the morning or one o'clock in the afternoon or five at night, we don't care. But make a plan to do it every day. So, all right. So let's get into the diet. Let's get into some some things that are. I can tell you. You know, this is a 
two things I'd, I'd talk, I like to talk about when it comes to eating. One is, and I heard this on a, a TED talk or something. Um, so when it comes to eating, and I, and I see this being in our school system, you know, at the, the bell strikes noon, the whole herd goes into the tables and they all sit down and eat. Well, I eat when my body says you're hungry. I, I don't, I, I, I don't know about you, Kristen, but have you ever said, well, it's 12 o'clock time to go to the bathroom? <laughs> no, no. You go to the bathroom when you're, when your body says, Hey, you need to go to the bathroom. And then you will get up and you go to the bathroom. That's the way I believe we should, we should uh, handle eating. We don't eat because the time says to eat, you know, um, Oh, it's 12 o'clock time to eat. Well, are you hungry? No, they don't right. eat. You know, you, you, you try and tell me you can't make it. So let's say where you get off at lunch is at noon, but you get off work at five. You can't tell me you can't make it four more hours to get off work to maybe have, you know, a piece of cheese or a lunch meat or whatever that is that you're going to eat. Um, we don't care what it is really at this point. I mean, we do, Kristen and I do, uh, you know, low carb keto carnivore type, uh, uh, diets, but whatever that is, I think the first step to eating is eating when you're actually hungry and understanding what actual hunger is, not just, I woke up time to eat. Yeah. So, and go ahead with yeah, your thoughts absolutely. on that. And kind of bringing it back to the kids at school, um, you know, that whole saying, the clean plate club, I've never believed in eat till you're full and don't mm. eat anymore. And I, mm -hmm. I feel like that's made our kids heavy, you know, eat everything mm -hmm. on your plate. I don't believe in that. Eat something you don't like. I don't believe that. Um, eat, eat mm -hmm. when you're hungry. Even if you have to eat six small meals, if that works for you, I mm -hmm. can't eat a whole plate mm -hmm. of food at once. And my family always right. is like, you never eat. I do eat. I just can't eat a lot in one sitting. You know, I'll eat a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, here and there. If you're hungry, grab a couple bites of chicken breast, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah, I, and, and that, that's where the meal prep comes in, Jeff, you know? And I, I don't know if that's something you do, but that keeps me honest as well. Yeah. I don't typically meal prep, but I do, I do know right away what I want to eat, you know, what's available to me. I try to make good things available. Um, you know, uh, someone said to me, you know, you know, talking about whatever I'm going to have a couple slices of chicken breast and, you know, maybe throw some mustard on it and a pickle or whatever that is. And, and so, uh, and I would eat that pretty regularly. And they said to me, you know, don't you ever want to eat anything else? Well, I'm going to take that question and put it back on this person who was talking to me, who eats sugar and carbohydrates all the time. And I want to say, don't you want to eat anything else? Good point. You know, that, that, you know, you're eating sugar and carbohydrates all the time. You don't want to eat anything else but that. I don't want to eat anything else but, you know, meat, you know, low carbohydrates food. So, um, so that's, that's really where, and if it's meal prep, go for it. But ultimately you need to find that, that back, that, that research to find out why you're doing what you're doing so you can believe in and buy well, into if what you don't, doing. If you're not researching, you're not investing in yourself. That's my feeling. You're mm -hmm. blindly yeah. trying to follow a diet you know nothing about. So absolutely, yep. I agree. When I say meal prep, Jeff, I mean having things available in my refrigerator. I don't 
always, you know, prep for lunch, dinner, breakfast. No, I do the same thing you do. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to grab a piece of, you know, turkey, maybe a piece of cheese, roll it up and Mm -hmm. I, and and on my way and that's fine. So yeah, absolutely. Have it available. Try it. And I know you have a family, but, um, maybe not have those snacky foods that you don't want to eat in your face. So maybe put them high up on a shelf or Mm -hmm. something. Yeah, because it, it does, as you said at the very beginning, it takes willpower, and and I'm I'm gonna even take it a step further. It, not necessarily willpower. Plus, we need to have an absolute dire need, you know, to want to do this. And I call it, you know, I, I call it a wig. And I read this from a book. Wig means wildly important goal. So if you have a wildly important goal, as let's just say mine is to be able to be active with my grandkids when they, when I, when I have grandkids in, you know, whatever that is, five, 10, 15 years. And that's going to put me at, you know, 60, 65 years old. I want to, my wig is to be able to be active with those grandkids. I don't want to have to be in a, uh, maybe a walker or, you know, I can't listen. I can't get off the couch. I just need my grandkids to come over here. I want my wig is that. So every time I make a food choice, I ask myself, how is this going to affect my wig? What is this going to do to my wildly important goal, which is, you know, be, you know, very active for my grandkids. Um, and that, that's just, that's what motivates me on a daily basis. So I, and I hope sometimes it motivates yeah, absolutely. others. I think that's a good tip to go by um, because you have to have a goal, um, whether it be for your health or for your grandchildren me, it was my health. I was concerned. I mean, I think the older we get, it will be harder to get off. So I'm not saying that older mm-hmm. people can't get that weight off, but you know, it definitely would be a challenge and a little bit tough. So, and, and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it helped people to journal about that, you know, write things down, you know, maybe just have like a bullet journal, like here are my goals. Am, am I reaching them? What, you know, writing things down, and, re- and looking at them sometimes really just helps, you know, um, again, that's kind of ha- putting a plan in place for yourself. You know, one of the things that, you know, I'm not a journaler, but I do really try to pay attention in. This is what I'll tell, you know, I'll share a story here when like, let's say if I get up and now I am, I, maybe I feel a little lethargic or I'm like sneezing a lot I ask myself, what did you eat last night? Not, oh, it's the allergies, it's the pollen out there. No, it probably started with, you know, something that I consumed that's causing, you know, some sort of reaction. There may be some pollen out there. There may be whatever that is. But, you know, we, as for me anyway, I'm trying to build a robust immune system. And I know the more I take sugars and carbohydrates out of that, the better chance I have of a robust immune system. You know, did you ever struggle with maybe diabetes or, you know, uh, you know pre-diabetes I or anything? I was lucky that I did not struggle with any of that. Even with physicals, my doctors are like, I can't believe you absolutely don't have anything, no high cholesterol. The only thing I ever struggled with mm. was low B12. Um, but it ran in my family. I came from a family of bodybuilders and weightlifters. And so I was odd man out all the time. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I did not struggle with that, but the lethargic I did, you know, um, and example, it's a holiday weekend. I went to a cookout with a few people. I had a couple beers, which I try not to ever do because I, it's a lot of calories and I don't drink often mm-hmm. this morning. I could feel that, you know, my hands were a little tight and I was a little tired and, you know, I ate things I probably shouldn't eat. Yeah. I was a little lethargic this morning. So once I think you get on a good basis and you've lost some weight, you don't want to feel that way. It's almost like a hungover feeling from bad food. You know, you just don't Mm -hmm. want that. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I, I'm going to my one of my last tips I'm going to give before we we uh, shut it down here is I think if you can just commit to 30 days, just do 30 days. And if you say I can't do 30 days, then that's fine. Do two weeks, 14 days of just changing some habits make a small change. Don't, you know, some people are rip the bandaid type of people off and that's the only way they succeed. That's fine. But you got to find a way to make small changes on a daily basis and then parlay that into after you've done it two weeks, I'll be darn, I did it. I'm going to go grab two more weeks. I'm going to go grab six weeks. I'm going to grab eight weeks, whatever it is. And then you're going to blink your eyes and you're going to be someone like Kristen who, you know, basically loses, loses over a hundred pounds in, you know, three, four years over making small changes and she's continually trying to make her diet a little better every day. So I what do you absolutely. Think and I have one tip to kind of take away too. We f- don't focus on the diet the entire time. Obviously stay within the guidelines, get a mm-hmm. hobby, get a hobby. I feel like mm-hmm. having a hobby is keeping my mind off wanting to think about dieting. So, you know, get a hobby, do crossword puzzles, art, crafts, something. So that's always a good tip. Something besides sticking your hand inside a bag of potato chips and eating the whole bag. Something besides that, right? Wow. This this has been a great conversation. Let's just recap here. You know, journal if you can. Do, you know, have some willpower. You know, do what works for you. Start small and have yourself some sort of wig or wildly important goal, whether that be your health, grandkids, you know, your loved ones, whatever that might be to help find success. And the last thing I want to make mention of is there is help out there. There, You are not, if, if listeners out there, you are not a lost cause. You may think it's all over for you. It is not over for you. You have a chance to really make a difference in your health and the people around you can see that difference and you can do it without a doubt. If, and I always, I always joke around, you know, listen, if a, if a 51 year old mope like me can do it. And now we, we've added Kristen to the mix who, you know, loses over a hundred pounds in in two or three years, it can be done. It's not easy, but it can be done. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Josh. Do you agree? All right. Perfect. All right. Listen, you can contact me at jeffcross22 at gmail.com. And Kristen, where can I reach you at again? at hotmail.com. Perfect. If you have any questions. And uh, this last thing is, if this podcast has helped you in any way, share it. If you know someone who really needs to hear this podcast, needs to get motivated, has a few questions about diet and exercise, share it. 
that's the way we can help other people. It's a simple couple clicks of a button and you can share it and it'll be on all social media platforms. So Kristen, it's been great talking to you. I appreciate you taking, you know, 30 minutes out of your day and um, keep fighting the fight and always be building that. Thanks, that Jeff. Thanks for having system. me. I really appreciate it. It's been great. Thank right, you. Christine, you we'll as well. You Have a great Bye. holiday weekend.